Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Untapped Podcast. My name is Jacob Gable. And my name is Jacob Ortz. Guys, welcome to Season 3, Episode Number 19. If this is your first time joining us for the Untapped Podcast, first of all, thank you for choosing us. We are thrilled to have you here with us. We actually have five main formats of our podcast. First, we have Forging Fortitude episodes. In these episodes, we cover the mental side of our brand. We cover a lot of our anecdotal experience with mindset and mentality, and we pass on tips to you guys to then apply in your own life. Next, we have physical vitality episodes. In these episodes, we cover the physical side of the brand. Okay, you have two certified personal trainers here. In these episodes, we cover fitness, nutrition, diet, workouts, the gym, diet, by the way, not whatever I just, just said. Just to clarify, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also fitness programs like 75 Hard, Project 50, things of that nature. We really get to show off our expertise in these episodes. A lot of fun for us. Guys, our third format is our breaking news format. Now, the breaking news format is a current event-based format. The idea behind that is to show you how history connects to the present day. Current events going on. We go over articles a lot of times, break down, you know, if the if the title is just kind of a catchy little title for you and it doesn't really mean anything, which a lot of times it is. And we also give our opinions on those situations, which ends up being a lot of fun for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we tend to be correct. And we get fired up. And we get fired up, yeah. <laughs> our fourth format, guys, is what we have for you today. It's a night's table format now what that means is a masculinity based type of format again keep in mind guys i'm a 25 year old warts is 24 my brother is 23 so we are bringing you along the journey of becoming a masculine man we want to be strong fathers 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 <laughs> fathers strong husbands when the time come and we want to bring masculinity back to the forefront of this world because we really believe it is paramount in our current society now our fifth format is our guest format we just had one of those mr jt thomas phenomenal sit down episode with him unbelievable episode guys go check that out if you haven't it was our last one season three episode 18 now the guest episodes we sit down with somebody that brings you value could be a fitness professional could be an entrepreneur could be could be somebody that's just a professional in their field of whatever that is guys Mm -hmm. we have a lot of fun doing those our last introduction is my brother and our producer mitchell gable What's up, little guys? Money Mitch. Little guys. Small guys. He just called us little. That's, just that's tiny cute. dudes. That's mm-hmm. cute, buddy. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, cool outfit, by the way, you got on over there. Yeah, it's drop day for VFS. <laughs> <laughs> code, code words. Shout out to just alpha males that run that oh, company. Dude, yeah, they're killing it. Oh, the, my gosh. The fit here, both things I'm wearing are new. The hat you got on. The oh, hat, yeah. dude, I think the hat I, might be my favorite part. I love part. this thing. Oh, my, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty sick brand. We're going to get Colin on eventually onto the podcast. Um, he's the one that... Runs VFS along with a guy named Nate. Um, VFS just stands for Vision, Fruition, Success. And the reason we've connected so deeply with them is just we all stand on a lot of the same principles. Mm-hmm. We have the same desires for the future, um, for our personal brands, for ourselves. And and it was impossible for us to not connect on a deep level and Absolutely. continue to, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But code words, by the way. Code words. <laughs> Use that. Run code it out, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Mitch, uh... You're on phase one. I am. You are. <laughs> what day are you on? I'm trying to practice the JT pause. That's what I was trying oh to do. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I I cannot do that. Yeah, I, I think I get too anxious to answer. I, oh, let me jump in. Like, that's me. Whenever, whenever I'm like, I can't pause, dude. That's not happening. <laughs> JT's oh, just so calm. Is it what is it phase one, day 11? Day 11. Day 11 on the day we're recording. Ew. So this is Friday. Yep. How are we feeling so far? First time doing phase one. Yeah, it's uh, definitely tiring more tiring mentally because of the definitely the powerless task mm. and the visualization yes you got to put some effort into yeah that. it's definitely a more mentally draining for sure the physical for sure. isn't anything new but 
right mentally it is yeah. a quite a bit difficult i yeah. feel like because yeah. you can't my big thing for the powerless test that i've defined is a lot of it is just doing stuff that i would normally procrastinate mm-hmm. um which is the point of it yes so that's definitely forcing a significant amount of energy to uh yeah. be exerted that would not normally be you want to you want to give us one thing that you've been working on there just someone else might relate to it um dedicating and actually focusing on the self-education time not just running in the background mm, so sitting okay. down and really really listening and attempting to learn um one thing that i've gotten that i've been actually doing quite a bit in conjunction with that is some amount of journaling oh nice um, dude. sweet and it also kind of stems from the book i'm reading right now which is somewhere around here but uh i think it's a million mi- miles in a thousand days and the whole gist of it is essentially how to write a better story for yourself mm, I like and that. how super cool. Well, how throughout your life, you don't really remember most of your life. Like you look back and when you're 85 and you're like, what did I do? Especially, yeah. especially you, you always have issues. I mean, oh, Mitch, I have remember a, that one time and you're no. like, what the hell are you talking about? No, yeah. I mean, and I'm I was like, that way. was yesterday, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way too. Cause like, you'll do that to me. And I'm just yeah. like, I honestly know I don't remember. You're like, that. wow, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then that probably leaves you questioning, like, did we actually do those? Am I just dreaming well, about yeah, these Well, yeah, am I making or? this shit up? Because I literally remember my dreams. Yeah. I, Which is, honestly, I love that I do that. Yeah. But I'll go into full, whenever I go into REM sleep, it's like, I'll wake up and I'm like, yeah, this happened in my dream and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm one of the only people I've ever met that has that. You just, but and just my, I, I don't know if that helps my memory because I do have dreamed like that my whole life, and maybe that's why I remember things a little bit more. I don't yeah. know. Who knows? You're just trying to rub it in at this point. Yep. Because my body has completely forgotten how to sleep. Oh, so, apparently. Yeah. 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 It just <laughs> shut down the ability to sleep yeah. entirely. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I want to real quick on the journaling aspect because I love that you're you're starting to get into that because um, that's something I've done. I started early January and mm-hmm. I've done it every single day, even until now. And here we are, you know, August 11th. Sweet. Um, while recording every single day. And it was cool. So, our buddy, well, you guys met him. I actually have not met him in person, but Louie, you know, mm-hmm. who oh, you yeah. guys met at Summer yeah. Smash and um, Savage and everything. Yeah. Mm. But he put on his story one day these this deck of cards that basically you pull a card out each day and it's got like a prompt or a question. And then you write about that prompt or that question or whatever it is and it's called forwards movement with the number four forwards movement and so i got some because i got to a point with the writing and i've probably had those so it's a it's a standard deck of cards i believe there's 52 cards in a deck it's got all four suits and then there's also a card that comes in the deck and in the little box that kind of explains what each suit like the type of question Mm -hmm. is going to be um it's like there's earth fire it's not wind and ice, I don't think, but it's it's something else. But it's basically like the the genre of prompt or the genre of your life is essentially what it is. And it says, like, our world, your story. So it's helping you write your story. But the reason that when I saw that on his story and him talking about it was because I was kind of getting to a point in my writing every day where I was just like, like, yep, Okay, I wrote you uh, know, another like, day. Like I did it, Talk, and, writing you know, stuff to myself. Who now, knows? Now I can say I did it today, but I wasn't feeling any fulfillment from it, and I wasn't feeling a purpose with it. So it was becoming very mundane. It was starting to feel like a chore. Like oh, I said I would write every day, and so you know, there I did it. But I got these cards, and now sometimes there's days where I'm like struggling to keep it to one page. You know, not every day, Love but that. there are days. Yeah, because these questions, 
some of them are very easy to answer, and then some of them you got to read it. You got to step back, think. You got to read it again, step back, think, and all that. And so it takes a little bit of time, a little bit of dedicated thinking towards, like, okay, how do I want to answer this question, answer this prompt, and how does that continue my story in the writing? So it's actually really cool. So I, I very much highly recommend getting these cards, guys. Again, forwards, forwards movement. Um, it's a very, very new brand. They, I think they only have like just over a thousand followers on Instagram. Um, good find by Louie. But yeah, 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 no kidding. Um, and him and I have actually talked about him a little bit, but uh, I, I definitely recommend that. And I recommend writing 100%. Like it's just a really, really good, different, and effective way to get your thoughts out each day, you know? Yeah. And I, I know you've you've done it as well. Yeah, jur- journaling is one of those habits where for me it was like it was weird at first because I'm I'm still inconsistent with it. But every t- every day I do it, I feel like I have a clearer head. Yeah. So yeah. it's one of those things that it, even because sometimes I'll just prioritize. Okay. Yeah, Jacob, you don't want to write the full page today. Okay, let's just do a quarter of the page or whatever. Yeah. And like talk about a couple things and whatnot, and that's usually all it takes mm-hmm. to help clear the head up. Even even taking like bullet point notes on something even helps me when I'm writing yeah. down stuff. Like, I, I don't know still the whole hard copy in general for me feels so much more tangible. That's yeah. why like, we, I mean, we've talked about this with, with schoolwork and whatnot. I was always, I wanted the book. Yeah. I hated the online textbook shit. Yes. I never did anything in those online textbooks. No. I would always open up the book to go to them. Yeah. Same thing with like, cause people, some people read books on their iPad like or their Kindle. T- or Kindle and it's yeah. like, it just, I hate it. I, yeah, I did, I I did it, it for personally. 1984. 1984 was a good enough book that I was like, okay, I can read this. Yeah. But, but from every other book, as you guys can see with this bookshelf behind us, it's like I have to have the hard copy. Absolutely, to read it. Have yeah. to. Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like I'm not doing anything tangible. Out no. Of it, but I, I don't know. No, 100. Yeah. I agree with you there. I really do. But um, anyway, let's go and get into our topic. So, guys, we have a, a night's table episode for you today. Um, again, episode number 19 of season three. Here we're moving right along with season three. Yes, we are. Um. And today, guys, we number want to talk... Number 88 total, by the way. Yeah, which is Want to sick. throw that in there. Yeah, we're getting real <laughs> close to 100, um, which is awesome. Yeah. Just absolutely... And it's surreal, too, you know? But uh, today, guys, we want to talk about the throwaway culture. Mm. Okay, we're going to dive into that a little bit, that the throwaway culture is very, very prevalent um, in today's just society, today's dating society, or a culture, rather, dating culture. And it's it's prevalent among men and women, and the, the main points that we have for you guys tonight definitely apply to men and women. Um, we did choose this to be a night's table just because we really want to talk to you younger men um, and just kind of talk about some of our experiences with this, some things yep. we've observed, some research we've done on this as well. Um, but why don't you kind of like preface it a little bit here? Yeah, so the original idea of throwaway culture um, – Whenever Wurtz and I started chatting about this this week about our about our topic was we kind of went back and forth on what we wanted to think because originally we were like guys maybe I mean we could turn this into a forging fortitude if we wanted definitely you know without a doubt but we wanted to take it the direction more of not only dating but relationships as young men hundred percent like with with family friends doesn't matter and also dating Um, which you know going in-depth in dating can be kind of like taboo sometimes for sure for, especially for men you know we, yeah. we like to say oh yeah she's hot that's about it that's right. all it ends at right. a lot of times but us three as we know we like to actually dive into the the tangibles of the relationship for sure and the meat of the relationship so to speak yeah so we want to dive into a little bit of this guys but throwaway culture basically what we're hinting at here is for example social media allows for us as men and women especially women 
to have a lot of options mm-hmm. on stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of options with friends, a lot okay. of options with people to date. Um, and because of that, things have gotten a little bit less, you know, our parents' generation and before that, they would get married at 20 to 24. At our age. At the latest. Yeah. At the latest. Yeah, like that was normal. And the, Exactly. And yeah. the commitment was there. Yes. They, they would commit without a second thought. Yeah. Because like, oh yeah, I can work through this person's differences. Yeah. And we came up with the idea like, okay, like, you know, there are a lot of times in special relationships for us where one difference calls it. Yeah. One little thing completely calls it. Oh, no, they, they couldn't be my person. It, it's like, did you even try? Did you give it a chance? Yeah. Yeah. You, it's like, it's like, dude, you, you went on one date with me. <laughs> or vice versa, too. Or vice versa. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Or vice versa. Like, hey, Stephanie, you know, you, you went on Steph. one date with a dude and he ate a lot of food and that's your <laughs> ick. That's your red flag. Like, <laughs> am I wrong, Mitch? <laughs> Mitch is dying over there. Bro. It's uh, one of those beige flags that's been going around. The, what is that? You guys, you have TikTok. Like a bit. <laughs> I don't like, know what, is, what TikTok yeah, is. Yeah, I've never been on TikTok yeah, before. Okay. Yeah. All right. She'sing ping over there. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to go into the pronouns there. Like she'sers or him's or no, whatever. No, you, you guys just love China. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> a beige flag. Have you guys not seen this trend? How, do, how does the guy that has no social media know I, what this is? He knows all the stuff. Dog. Yeah. He he's, he's, secretly, he's, he's actually tapped in. Yeah, like, he, yeah. He knows all this stuff through LinkedIn like, channels. He goes, well, probably LinkedIn, <laughs> funny enough. But yeah, yeah, I just scroll LinkedIn. <laughs> he's big you, on the LinkedIn. You feed. don't? Yeah. You don't? <laughs> I, anyway, I love LinkedIn, bro. So you get the stupid cultural things of like red and green flags, but then like beige flags are like weird, like ticks or icks that like your partner has. So ha- you're, so they're human. Yes, that they have that. That's that's what's considered not necessarily a deal breaker, but is like weird that's what the trend is well because to me like a red flag is like okay if the dude or the girl talks about their ex a bunch oh, yeah. like on the first date and on like they love bringing back up past relationships like it's an obvious red flag yeah a beige flag is like oh yeah they kind of like when they watch tv they might talk during the movie here and there yes you're I th- right I think you're right probably... on, you're right on the money with that it's just yeah. weird things that yeah. it's like that's that's what... that's what calls the relationship for you <laughs> yes. are you dead ass right now are you are you <laughs> with me like is, are you serious and dude i saw one on tiktok i think i sent you this i thought we weren't on tiktok bro we, we aren't but i, I saw it on <laughs> oh. there I saw it on, I, I, I saw it on there somehow <laughs> anyways so i saw this one and mitchell i might have showed you this too this was insane <laughs> it was at a college campus of course because you know super intelligent people in those campuses um <laughs> not liberal people at all um but red flag so <laughs> So th- this girl, they asked her like, "What? What's your ick in a guy? What's your icks? You know, what, whatever the hell that means." <laughs> so stupid. And, and, th- and this girl said she was out on a date with a guy, and he got hit by a car. Oh, 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 and she said that gave her the ick because he got hit by a car. I'm serious. I'm no, entire, no I'm entirely no serious. Yes, I'm 100 serious. She was. She was like, "Yeah, like made him look weak." Who's like he got hit by a it's car? It's a car. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like this was one of the most. I was like sitting there like this. this chick, is, it, is this bitch this serious chick, right now? This chick wants like, Homelander. Apparently, is, <laughs> if he's not Captain America, I don't want him. Yeah, what? 
What? Well, if he doesn't have a vibranium shield, I'm not talking to him. <laughs> what? No. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> it was it was insane. But like that's what I that's why I wanted to get to because, and it's funny, guys, but that is messed up. Hit by a car, yeah, bro. Seriously, I'm entirely serious. She was like, "Yeah, it like threw me off," which is weird because that's like well, he got thrown off a hood. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he got rolled over the hood. But she said. Yeah, it's funny because that's like every kid's college dream to get like just clobbered by oh, like yeah. the campus. <laughs> It'll the pay campus for bus. my college yes, tuition. Yes. Like, oh it's my a gosh. joke, but like, some... yeah, and I have two guns on me. Like we get it, bro. Oh. It's hilarious. No, there's a story. Some chick got clobbered by the university <laughs> bus, and her whole tuition was we paid for. Oh my god, that's what we're But she loved he, it, bro. He said clobbered. <laughs> yeah, the fact he said clobbered <laughs> lost me on that. I think mean, it's funny. <laughs> just buried by the, the Why are there? Bus. There's no buses on college colleges. What? Yes, there are. Not, like not. Wor- wor- yes, wor- you gotta understand. We went to like fifteen thousand plus univer- <laughs> like people universities. Like they literally had like full blown transit yeah, yeah, on there. I, yeah, I went to JUCO. Womp womp. Shit. Hey, dude. <laughs> Swords is super offended right now, <laughs> but like literally, like I, I was. We have the same amount of degrees, Mitch. <laughs> Technically, Dick. they're different, douche. <laughs> same amount. I said same amount. Yeah, not not the difference in the degrees, Mitchell. Obviously. <laughs> Damn God, we are wild, bro. Oh my, <laughs> we're both just slap happy, dude. Well, that's true. Again, like you have been sleeping. I'm just tired in general because <laughs> of stuff we've had going on this week and whatnot. But oh my gosh! But the actual point of that, guys, was. As we were laughing and giggling the whole time, because that that was objectively hilarious. As we are, um, yeah, he said clobbered. That's insane. <laughs> that's um, the word. That's the word of the episode. <laughs> word of the episode. Put it on the put on the caption, please. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch is still making jokes over here. Continue, continue. Um, but the idea, guys, is like that is what truthfully I believe social media and the current culture of the throwaway culture that we're talking about allows. It allows us to nitpick on these dumbass things to be yeah. to be completely honest no 100 like stupid things yeah and then you're like well I, w- I wanted to be single anyways perfect this guy just got hit by a car i'm gonna break up with him now <laughs> not funny at all so so, totally not funny <laughs> don't you start laughing right now. bro another one this girl said oh we can't I, do this again I, I gotta do one more this girl literally said that an ick is if he's close with his mom oh. i was like that's well, horrible. Well, I guess it it could be a red flag if you're if he's too a, close to your mom. If he's like yeah. a what uh, like a, a mama's, mama's boy, boy, yeah, yeah. Which I like I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I don't, I, I don't see how yeah. that could be a red flag from a female perspective. But like, there have yes. been arguments made where I'm like, oh, okay, like I guess it kind of makes sense. But it's better than having a bad relationship with your mom. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, and my thought process too is like with the mama mama's boy thing. It, it's weird when you know you could you continue to put her first over your now like eventual wife or your yeah. girlfriend at the time because yeah. the, like, the wife will come first. Yeah, right. It should they or she should come first. Right. So right. that's when it becomes an issue. Right. But it's different with just like, oh yeah, they're like they're actually like in a like they grew up in a healthy family or exactly. It's exactly. like wow, that's that's your deal breaker. Yeah, that's your ick. Yeah. <laughs> but again, like that's what we're talking about, guys, is it allows for just oh, I'm gonna call it it's over. Yeah. You know, this this little thing happened and it's over now. Right. And we even came across as we were and honestly Twitter's been great for in general us like 
learning stuff because a lot yeah, of people, for sure. a lot of like medical doctors put out a lot of stuff, a lot of just in general intelligent people tweet on there, psychology wise and all that stuff. A lot it's, of unintelligent people too. Also, <laughs> yes, but again, we we curate our feed correctly to where we yeah. see stuff or we see RS sevens, which is awesome too. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's that's good stuff. But we we came across this tweet, guys, where this this guy was basically breaking down the idea of he was noticing that people who are working on making themselves better mm-hmm. were having a harder time maintaining relationships. Yeah. Now, this this was kind of interesting because this goes a little bit more in depth of what that throwaway culture is. I, at least I thought so. Kind of. Because there's two sides to this. Definitely. This point. Because on, on the one end, you know, as, again, just speaking on our end, as guys, it, it has been harder, in my opinion, on my end to maintain relationships because I'm doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Especially right now. Especially right now. Like, Shit's getting real right now for us. Yeah, which is definitely. Sick. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really cool. Yeah, it it is tiring. You guys will it, find out very very soon. Very very soon. Yeah, we we won't tease you too much. But <clears throat> it. So I on my end have found that to be the case as you're working on yourself because you know that can be a corny term because some people use like the self care thing. Yeah, and they're like, you know, putting on moisturizer and that's like their <laughs> self care or whatever. It's like that's not working on yourself. I mean, hey, bro, bro. I just want healthy skin. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, sure. I shouldn't be chirping healthy skin. My bad. That's probably an unnecessary one. Um, you're gay if you have healthy skin. <laughs> <laughs> Intrusive thoughts. Sorry. Um, I mean, there is a limit. Like, you see people oh, with, like, yeah. 18 products. They're just yeah. slopping on their face. It's Patrick Bateman, Mitchell. Well, I am Patrick Bateman, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who Pat is. Yes, you do. Christian Bale, American Psycho. Okay, you gotta watch it. It's a it's such a it's such a Sigma male movie. Let's see. It's awesome. Paul Allen's card. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm lost. It's it's this guy this guy. Right now it's the cricket sound the, going the, on in my head. Damn it. <laughs> the the actual like thing was this guy put on like twenty different things in the morning for his morning routine in the movie. Because he was like wanted to have the perfect skin or whatever. That Jeez. that type of stuff. So it, it, it was kind of creepy. And that was the whole gist of the movie. But anyways, what I'm saying here is like Working on yourself comes down to like, okay, you're we're trying to do something different. Yeah. You know, we're trying to we're we're aiming to build empires here. Right. That's the goal. So when you're doing that, it it on that end of things, you genuinely just have less time mm-hmm. and you have let truthfully, on at least for me, I have less tolerance for BS that slows that down. Yeah, and, and with that too, it's hard to explain to people why you don't have time because it's it's hard for other people to differentiate like when you and I are working or when you and I are hanging out. Because when's the last time that we actually just hung out? We purposely made a point, and I'm sure we'll do it again this fall, but last fall, to go golfing one fall night as we've done the past like, because two or three we Because we just hadn't separated a yeah. actual hangout time. And we were, we were like, dude, like let's just yep. go. Let's just play golf. Yep. We, we, didn't, fun. We, we didn't record. We didn't do yeah, we, nothing. We didn't do anything. Nothing. We, we just hung out. Yeah. Right. Which is... Right kind of scary to look back on yeah and like that's not necessarily a problem no because we're doing some sick stuff and especially now like literally as we speak currently like the real stuff is starting to happen right now and it's awesome it really is awesome and it's it's a lot and we're only a few weeks into that and it's a lot but it's like oh man this is getting real now Mm -hmm. like this is getting real and so there's also an aspect of of not only excitement but like okay like JT said, say what you're going to do, do what you're going to say. You know what I mean? We've been talking about this for a long time. Like, let's do it, which is why we are. But anyway, back to the main point. It's hard for other people to differentiate that when they're looking at us like, 
well, man, Wirtz and Gable sure seem to spend a lot of time together. Like, they always get to hang out. Sure. Well, we don't. Now, yes, do we mix in fun time? Of course. 100%. Is yeah. there hangout time mixed in with business time and podcast time and building this table and stuff? Like, of course. Of course. Man, we just, we our built ba- that. Our baby. Our baby. <laughs> <laughs> We grew the trees, we chopped down the trees, we cut the wood, we mm-hmm. painted the wood. Yep. And well, before we painted it, we cut it into the shapes. Then we, had, we, made we had the, the saw. Holes for the yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. We made yeah. the saw, as we said. <laughs> yeah, everything that went into it, it was us. Yeah. <laughs> that table definitely took you guys at least three hours. That is the biggest cap that, I've ever yeah, seen that's, in my life. That actually is cap on this end, Mitchell. You're you said, right you, here. You're going to insert the picture yeah. of you with all the hats on. I'm just saying. Yep. No, you, it. We, we were done in like probably. Two and a half, two hours and forty minutes. <laughs> I could, I could definitely see you two I, going I, going out in the how backyard. Long, how long did it, it only took? I felt like it only took an hour, maximum an hour. Yeah, because I yeah. Had just not that long ago I built a desk by myself from IKEA. You two definitely went out in the backyard and were using rocks as hammers, weren't you? La- ladies, put it <laughs> put it put it down in the comments. Uh, do you like men who build their own desk? <laughs> kind of cool, right? You know, this guy right here, he's dialed in. Or you do know. you like two guys with the same name that build tables? <laughs> <laughs> Taking applications. The, ans- the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> who, who might be able to see you every two weeks, <laughs> at the most. <laughs> but, but see, and with this, with this self improvement, it is, it's hard if the people around you don't join in. Whether that's great point, yeah. a romantic relationship a family relationship, a friend relationship, or any other kind, maybe a work relationship, whatever. If if the people around you aren't joining in, like it can be hard. So it can, you know, it can just be hard to continue to relate to those people. Yeah. Which then makes it hard to want to stick around. And I don't know that there's a problem with that in that aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. And now I'm extremely thankful because I have a great family around me, great friends around me. And so I don't have to have the idea of separation from really any of them. Mm. There's been certain people in the past that we both have kind of had to like, eh, let's just limit our time there and cut that person out. Yep. But for the most part, like we we have really, really good, solid people around us. And so that is like a propeller for our self-improvement. You know, it makes it makes it um easier to continue going on that path it makes it uh more worth it you know because we see the type of people that we get to meet so people who aren't immediately in our inner circle but people that we get to meet because we're on this path and we're involved with certain companies and we're involved with certain groups the opportunities that we have are freaking awesome you know awesome whether that's stuff with s2 or first form or omen you know things like that and just all the different people that are intertwined in all of that jt is one of them JT's a perfect example of it, as a matter of fact. Connor, yes. the same way, who we had on yep. Will, Jeff, I mean, Chatley, all of them, you know, all of those guys. Um, but the flip side of that and the the kind of red flaggy side of, side of this is if you go down the self-improvement path, you're naturally just going to start to feel better about yourself. You're going to feel more confident. You might, you know, feel a little bit more pride in yourself, which can be narcissistic in a way. Mm-hmm. But... If you go that direction with the self-improvement path, you're going to start to, or some of you might start to feel a, like a holier-than-thou, like complex type. It's like the perfectionist thing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it comes from like 
basically being a perfectionist. Yes. With, especially with our stuff. Like, uh, right. Definitely. Well, yeah, but I, I don't know that either one of us are, have ever been like this, where it's like... Not necessarily. Oh, like, yeah. I've started to work out and get strong and like look good and feel good, and like I don't really drink and stuff anymore. I don't eat shitty food. I don't go to McDonald's anymore. So like I'm so much better than you. So like we're not going to be friends anymore. Like that's that's toxic. Or you like if you're in a romantic relationship and you say that to your girlfriend or you say that to your boyfriend like that's toxic. Now, there is a way to approach that in a romantic relationship like hey babe, like I think I'm going to start going to the gym. Like do you want to join me? Like I think it'd be a really good thing for our relationship yep. or yep. however you want to word it, you know? Um and we actually know multiple couples, your parents included, that when your dad goes to the gym, your mom will go and walk on the treadmill, you know? There you go. And, and we know other people around our age that do that same thing. Yeah. You know? So on that side of it, it's not necessarily reasonable to throw something away because that comes from, like, a narcissistic point of view. Sure. And that's dangerous. That's toxic. That's going to lead you to not bringing quality people or quality relationships into your life, mm. you know? And my personal opinion on that too is, especially if you're, if you find the self improvement journey when you're already in a relationship, and or you're already married, you know, married and or dating somebody, it, you you yeah. have to put nuance into it at that point in time. And I was actually talking to one of my buddies or one of our buddies for that matter, and he was having issues in his relationship where, you know, he's doing a lot of stuff right now to grow, and you'll you'll know who I'm talking about, but. He's doing a lot of stuff right now to grow. He's doing a lot of content. He's doing a lot of stuff that basically is leading him toward the right path. And, mm -hmm. you know, you know, chasing Christ every day in a good way. And, like, awesome stuff. And it was leading to come off as, like, selfish vibes in the relationship. And mm -hmm. he actually had a conversation with us about me. And I was like, look at it this way. You know, you got to tell her, I'm, I am fully there for you still, but... I'm doing this for our future because mm -hmm. he's still young. So because of that, you can break that down. And if you're with the right person, they'll understand that too. Yeah. And because there's no reason, like what Word said, guys, there's no reason for it to be narcissistic. There's no reason for it to be, um, you know, again, holier than now. That's a great way to put it. Um, because realistically, the whole idea of this is bringing people along with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Can you catch yourself with a pump and you get a little cocky? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. N uh, no doubt. There's, and there's nothing that's, wrong with that. And by the way, as a dude, that's completely normal. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like the the kind of like, you know, the Chad memes and stuff like that yeah. and all that stuff. Like, yeah. you know, like wanting to have high testosterone, that's a good thing as a man. Yeah, absolutely. Just in case anybody didn't know. Because most of us don't. Yeah, because most of us don't. And sometimes not by our own decision. No, the, no Especially 100%. these days. But, it usually isn't. Um, but... Basically, I, I told him, I was like, Sh I, I really think she'll understand because you're chasing the right things. And because of that, she'll, she'll understand that you're doing this for your guys' future. Yeah, right. And Because they're dating and they're, they're not married yet. So I was like, break it down for that way. And again, I, I don't think there's going to be anything, any backlash with that. Right. And honestly, I highly doubt there was or is. Yeah. I, I really doubt that. And most relationships, I would probably doubt that there would be any backlash. Yeah. Again, if it... Com compounds and you guys are both going opposite directions and it just can't be stopped okay it's time to be honest. it's like an anchor pulling you down and then same way you end up pulling her down and right it just can't function anymore yeah, it, no. it makes sense Definitely Th not. throwaway culture isn't only unique to social and relationships like we're talking mm -hmm. about it's also um applicable and we see it a lot of times in economic 
type industries. Mm. Um, Materialism. One industry that comes to mind, and you also have the debate of like right to repair. Um, so like say John Deere tractors, they make a lot of proprietary parts that you can only get from John Deere and you can't repair those. So stuff is lasting for three to four years instead of 50 years. That's where they're yeah. saying of... It used to last forever. They don't make them like they used to. <laughs> it's it's funny, yeah. but it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You yeah. have like old 1970s trucks who can be restored by getting a part <laughs> off the shelf in the hardware store, Yeah, but then you have a new 2024 Ford Raptor and every part is proprietary to Ford and you have to go directly to that dealer yeah. and they know it's going to be tossed out in three years. Nothing's right. really made to last anymore. No. That's kind of another way instead of social and stuff like that, that's applicable as well. But we also have a throwaway culture in in an economic sense, right? Yeah, and, and stuff that, 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 is that not relates built really to well to Mitchell though. Like what you just said relates really well to the social relationship too. Yes. So it all goes back and forth because, you know, again, like you said with John Deere, I mean, it might last three to four years and, it used to last 50. Yes. And what we were talking about with marriages, right. divorce rate used to be Very extremely minimal. low. It was yeah. minimal. Yeah. And things lasted for 50, 60, 70 years in oh, a marriage. Yeah. yeah. So well, th- think, that, that think about, applies great. Think about phones, right? An iPhone 11 is considered old and it's, it's slow it's, in it's, three it's years. It shouldn't be. Yeah. Three years is not that long of a no. time frame. Mm-mm. And then, you know, you had Nokia's who were just tanks and they could last for years and years and years. <laughs> It, yeah, yeah, but that's that's the idea. Is is <laughs> good? It's it's uh the term is I think planned obsolescence or something like that or engineering it, being, being like obsolete. Yeah, or, where yeah, where it's okay. planned to fail, so therefore you have to buy more, more often. Therefore, which, the, which more then money. the economics also feed into the cur- cur- current Correct, culture because if you're used to yes. things giving out really quickly, well, yes. then you start throwing away other stuff like human beings. Well, think about it. Think and, if and uh, think if a company builds a product that lasts for 30 years or 40 years on mm-hmm. average, well, they're going to run out of a customer base. It's not like they're being right. able to generate new customers year after year after year. They're going right. to hit a certain threshold where all the customers who are going to buy that object have it, and then they don't need to replace it for another 40 years. Right, right. And we're seeing that in a lot of industries because, again, it's a, it's a quick world, and it's a much... It's an expected way to have income when you have stuff that fails much more regularly than stuff that's built to last. Yeah, almost like the COVID vaccine. Hmm. Had to keep getting it over and over and over and over again. Yeah, didn't didn't it, didn't the immune response from that wear out in like a month? Probably. I think there was a research <laughs> came out that basically was useless. Yeah, it was yeah. just gone, and then it just destroyed your immune system. Yeah. After but hey, that's a breaking news topic. You're right. We can't be talking about. Sorry, that. guys, <laughs> that's not allowed in these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it always comes up. Oh, it always does. No, I, I think that's really good insight there, Mitch. And I think you you correlated that directly, you know. Yeah. It was very, very well. Yeah. yeah. Furniture. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think Furniture's of your, not think anything, your parents' yeah. furniture. We just got rid of a whole bunch of furniture that was yes. from the nineteen eighties. Yeah. And it's it's it heavy. Yeah. It oh, was, yeah, it was, was heavy, heavy as hell. Yeah. And yeah. you put and, you put a coat of furniture polish on it and it looks brand new. Right. Think of the right. furniture you buy nowadays, it's made out of what? Plastic? Right. And just it's made out of hopes and dreams. Yeah, well, it's I, made mean, out of. I mean that yeah. table that we used to have in our in our studio we were in before this, like mm-hmm. the table we had between us, like we had to put freaking bricks on there <laughs> to <laughs> keep it from rocking. <laughs> when I when I would move my there's a lot mic arm. Think you about know? um, <laughs> think about fridges. <laughs> That's true. Fridges. Remember fridges from like the 1950s? I wasn't alive. They're in the all. 1950s. <laughs> you've seen pictures of this. You, you 
dip. Yeah, what? <laughs> you huh? dipshit. Yeah, yeah. You dill rod. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they had stainless steel handles. They were absolutely dill beautiful. Rod. You ever heard that one before? Nope. That's a good one. And yeah. now you have like the classic garage fridge that is just white plastic and you <laughs> tap on it and shatters. Yeah, pieces. it's falling over. <laughs> and then your food's molding within two <laughs> seconds. Yeah, it's, it's over. Two seconds. But yes, there's a lot of stuff nowadays that we see that we just take for granted. Oh, we have to replace that every five years. Didn't used to be like that. Well, and, yeah. and again, what happened in the 1970s with relationships? No fault divorce was allowed. And then people could just end marriages. Careful there. <laughs> Did you not know that? No. So no fault divorce um, was originated in the 1970s, which happens at birth control and um, the... Uh, the sex, whole, sex positive movement. Yeah, the whole Roe v. Wade movement. Around. Yeah, Roe v. Wade, casual sex started becoming a thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. We, weird how that all in the same time. No, that doesn't no, correlate. So dude. totally coincidence. Doesn't. Yeah, coincidence. Total coincidence. Just like um, coincidences with skin cancer rates going up when sunscreen became a thing. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Coincidence. It, it, random. Super yeah, random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell's like, these guys got to get off the domestic terrorist list, bro. <laughs> We gotta try somehow. You just need to have the glasses every time because the glasses. No kidding. Why we do. Forgetting the, I know. the glasses make oh. you safe. It's proven. True. Yeah. It is proven. Sometimes you know we like to be a little live on the edge type thing. You know what I mean? So without <laughs> a little them, adrenaline rush. Yeah. You know? yeah. But no Feels fault. Good to so feel something. No sometimes. fault. Divorce came around at the time. <laughs> Before that, there literally had to be like you know a proof of, for example, like domestic abuse mm. or whatever, or something really like bad that would okay. The marriage can't go anymore. Yeah. It wasn't just like hey, I don't like him anymore. Or, I don't like her anymore. And now. No fault divorce allows that, mm. so that's why you see divorce rates going Sky straight right up. Here. Yeah, because that reason. Because just it, again, it's the throwaway culture. Yeah. Now, same thing. John Deere's used to last fifty years. Marriages used to last fifty years, but now the parts in John Deere's are shit. They only meant to last thirty four years. Marriages are seemingly only meant to last thirty four years too yeah. these days. Yeah. Because of that, farmers, if you get your hands on an old John Deere, keep it. Please. That's that's the whole. They're, they're, those things are OG, by the way. Well, and that's that's the yeah. whole premise of this episode. Now we're going to talk about John Deere. Cool, man. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. We need to go buy a John Deere. And just have just it. for fun. Just yeah, have yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> One of the giant. Ones. Mitch, Mitchell drives. Mitchell drives it around all the time with their parents. Yeah, yep. dude whips that thing around the around yeah. the yard. Yeah, I just, just love it. mowing. Just awesome. <laughs> mowing just dude. Sick. This so one of my old jobs. This is very quick. You're gonna love this because it's relevant to this. It wasn't a John Deere. It was a. Uh, Oh, what's the red brand? Shoot. Milwaukee? No, it wasn't Oh, that's Milwaukee. like tools. Never mind. No, no, no. It wasn't that either. Doesn't matter. And it wasn't Cub Cadet either. But I worked at Ballfields. I was on the ground crew, so obviously we would cut all the outfields. <laughs> we were testing out some new equipment, and they brought in a zero-turn mower. Oh, that yeah. Was, no, that was a 72-inch blade on both sides. Oh, my <laughs> This God. thing that's was a hog. massive. <laughs> <laughs> it was sick. It was awesome. You just took the government off it, <laughs> just hitting 30 <laughs> on a mower, just flying. Yeah, I, I mowed all the outfields in an hour. It was crazy. We had 10 fields. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were like six. There's <laughs> literally like two stripes down each each field, and the rest of it's long grass. What are you doing, words? <laughs> you shit the bed. <laughs> like, Did one stripe, one pass through. No, it was sick, though, real talk. Dude, that is yeah, awesome, actually. 72 inches on each side. It was crazy. So I actually, you know what's interesting? This actually leads well into what we were next going to talk about too yeah but the the question came about mm -hmm. and you broke these points down perfect because we, we were like talking about them and then you broke them down i was like that's awesome <laughs> I, I was piped up and pause <laughs> wow 
Uh, I was fired up. What do you mean, bro? Oh, it's every episode. It's just free ammunition every episode. Oh, what am I doing? No. Gable has been exposed. Oh, come on. All right. I was fired up, you know, and because words just went crazy on the points. But so the question came up when words sent this to me, and it was who do young men follow nowadays? Mm. You know, is it the right mo- role models? And, you know, we think of uh, some names I think of are, you know, Andrew Tate, Tristan Tate, um, even Tucker Carlson sometimes. Um, who was the other guy? I'd say Goggins. Goggins. Jocko. Jocko. Justin Waller's a new one in the in the I, manosphere. Yeah. You've um, probably seen him a little bit. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I really like listening to his voice. This sounds kind of like weird. It sounds gay. But yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> but I mean, dude, that you want to talk about a handsome dude. He's good a good looking dude. I'll, I'll give that to but, you for sure. But. Just, just back and forth. He, memes, <laughs> memes, just fire them off here. But, <laughs> but also like the way he says certain things, I'm just like, like I get that, like that makes sense. Yes. And like, it's like something about his voice that makes it click. I don't know. That sounds he breaks he breaks it down well though. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I think Andy would absolutely be another Andy's one for Sella. Yeah, 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 of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Peterson for some. Yes, there yeah, we go. He's, That's he's a good, a good one. one. Yeah. yeah. N- anymore, not like the. The cornballs like Ben Shapiro and stuff like that. Yeah, I get tired of that just that conservative annoying. bullshit. Well, like, he's just it, annoying to listen to. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His like, voice what is sucks. That? Like, get a new yeah. one, bro. Man, he's <laughs> go to the voice store and buy like a new plastic one. surgery on your vocal cords. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I'll invent it just so I can change his You'd voice. You'd be disgustingly rich <laughs> off that. Disgustingly yeah. rich off yeah. that invention. Yeah. But the actual point of this guy is what, what we were getting at. And like, who do young men follow nowadays? And we just listed a bunch of gurus. Gurus, by the way. So to Quote speak. unquote Gur- gurus. gurus. Yeah. Self help yeah, yeah. gurus. Yeah. Now, again, the names we listed, there's not, nothing wrong with them. No, absolutely not. But here's the thing, guys. It used to be that. And, it, and sorry, one no, other thing here. And I'm sure we were going to say this regardless. But mm-hmm. with every single one of those guys that we just named, there are things you can agree with, and there are definitely things you can disagree with. Uh, yeah. Without a doubt. Without wow, what a, a doubt. concept. Exactly. But yeah. you can still pay attention to them. You can still you know, have an interest in what they're saying. And that's not necessarily to say that you can always just pick and choose what you want to believe from people, because that's what, that's what the media does. That's what the mainstream medium does. They pick and choose sure. what to show you. But there are, there are things, and I don't know how to correctly differentiate saying what I'm trying to say. The from. art of debate and conversation. It's a lost art where you can <laughs> it is. It is, debate yeah. per, a person and still converse with that person yeah. in the same sentence. And, and not have differences be a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. But with every single one of those guys, like 100%, if you agree with everything Andrew Tate says, you may not turn out as a great person. Like I'm not saying he's a bad person. Might, might turn out rich, but you won't have any morals. Well, so yeah, I, well, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, yeah, the the morality of some of the things yeah. he talked about, multiple wives, and and, 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 stuff and like recently that. he has been better with a lot of that he stuff. Has. I will say that. Yeah, and I don't. That might be just. And like, he admits it too. Well, he's he, you got to think too. A lot of those videos that came out where he was like 25, and now he's like 37. Yeah. So it, he's changed like every Absolutely. other human being. And, so, he, and yeah. he admits it too because mm-hmm. I literally just saw a clip of him uh, either today or yesterday, and the question was, would you ever get married? And he said, well, he kind of like smiles. He's like, my younger self would have said absolutely not, right. you know? And he's like, but as I've gotten older, I've kind of learned to appreciate the idea of marriage and committing to one woman and building a life and building a family with that woman. And I was like, damn, dude, like that's that's a big flip of the script from what Huge. you kind of became popular on, yeah. you know? But anyway, I just wanted to preface that real quick. Yeah, so I, that's a great preface because 
now, so we, the gurus, again, they're, they have all these guys that we just listed, guys. They have millions of followers across all platforms. So they're not somebody you can directly connect with. You know, Wurtz and I will connect with a lot of these guys in the future for sure. Um, just putting that We've out there. Somewhat laid that foundation with Andy. Hundred percent. Couple yeah. opportunities, which is which had. is awesome. But again, most people don't get to meet a guy like Andy. No, you no, know, you're right. So that's it's pretty wild. But again, these guys aren't accessible to most people. Sure, most people they they aren't. So the reason I bring that up, guys, is I want to advocate and I want to bring up the idea in your head of how community used to be. It used to be that at your church, in your neighborhood, in your town. There would be leaders, male, strong male leaders that you could go to in those three settings I just mentioned. And those would be the masculine influences mm-hmm. of the world. Rather than like... Not, abstra- not the world, sorry. Abstract people. Exactly, that yeah. town. So you, you could access that person. Yes. If you want to go talk to your pastor, he was right there. Yeah. Because now even megachurches are a big thing. Oh yeah, and you, you really can't yeah, access like the a pastor. Whole freaking production. Oh yeah. Some some of them look absolutely ridiculous. It's like we are not yeah. here to talk about the Bible and talk about Jesus. Hundred percent, dude. Like, that's not what we're doing here. Yeah, that's that's a whole other conversation to yeah. dive into. It's because that does frustrate me a lot. But the idea of you know that close knit church, you know, let's say five, three to five hundred people or less or whatever, even, and you know a good amount, if not all the people there, yeah, and you connect with. You know whether you're Catholic or whatever, whatever denomination you are, mm-hmm. and you can actually access those people. Definitely. So that is what I want to bring up, guys. Is how that's something in the community. That's why we do these men's nights. Is because we're tangible. These right. these ten to fifteen guys we bring to a guys' night, we're there. Yeah. We're 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 with them. Right. While while this is happening, we're actually you know in person having conversations and learning a lot from the other guys and then helping the other guys learn things too. Right. So instead of us only doing everything on the internet, which again, the internet can be a great tool as we've mentioned, and you can learn and kind of change direction in a good way, like self-improvement path. Social media did help a little bit on my end of chasing that. Oh, without a doubt. 100%. It still does. So I'm not saying throw social media out the trash, but you should also be investing in your communities, your churches, your towns, all that stuff too, because once we bring that back, that, then fixes our issues in the world from the bottom up. Right. Yeah. And and I so I think what you were basically just saying is nowadays, at least the younger men, you know, around our age, even a little bit younger, even a little bit older, but around our average age here, I think the biggest reason that most of them right now are following more of the gurus over Jesus or church, the Bible, things like that, is because these guys are speaking in real world example, mm. you know, and and I don't necessarily just mean the cars and the houses and, and those cool things, and and there's nothing wrong with that, and and you know having material goals can be a great motivator, and it, it certainly is for us, yep, you know, but that's not our sole motivator, it's not our sole purpose, our mm-hmm. sole desire, absolutely not far from it, but it would also be heinous for us to be like, yeah, no, I don't want any sick cars. I'm gonna be honest. I want some sick cars. We, we'd be lying, to you guys, hundred <laughs> percent. Like I, yeah. I'm gonna have a sick house. I already, I already know exactly what it's gonna look yes. like. Yes, like, like yeah. it's gonna be awesome, you yes. know. But anyway, I, I think that's the main reason these these men and kind of us included in ways, hundred percent, fall into the trap. Yeah, pay a lot. Well, and it it can be a trap for if, sure. If that's the only thing you do, yes. the manosphere and red pill can be a trap. 100%. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. Mm. Without a doubt. If you're yes, yes. Because the great thing about religion, 
is it's going to give you the foundation of morality for mm-hmm. yourself, for what a family should look like. But I think where today's church and today's religion fails mm. and the reason it's very, very hard to connect to for most people around our age is because it's very uh, it's very old-fashioned, which that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing because there's a lot of things from the traditional world or the old world or you know, old society, older society. There's a lot of things from that time that are very good and that we're missing nowadays, for sure. Okay, But it's hard to connect to for guys like us when we have access to these other guys that we just mentioned and these other people that we mentioned who build businesses, who impact people's lives, who have wives and families that are killing it, you know? Um, Sean Whalen's another one we actually didn't mention, you know, as far as that goes. But we can connect to those guys because we can see ourselves in a life like that. And Mm -hmm. you don't get that necessarily from the traditional old school, old fashioned church idea. Right. You know, and, and honestly, for myself personally, I find it very hard at times to listen to a priest or a pastor who has never been married, never will be married, never had kids, never will have kids, talk to me about marriage and being a father and stuff like it's that. Phenomenal point. Not not to say yeah. that they can't have good things to say about that, and theoretically, what they should be doing is just sure. interpreting what the Bible says. But it's just like I I because there's there's always going to be opinion in it too. Mm. And, and that's fine, but your opinion isn't necessarily valid because you're not going to be a leader, or I'm sorry, you're not going to be a father, you're not going to be a husband, you're not ever going to do those things. So how do I then take your words and your opinions and apply them to my life when I do want to be a father and I go. do want to be a husband? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I don't know, do you ever feel like that? Uh, I get exactly what you mean. And my so my issue, so being non-denominational we our pastor was married mm-hmm. and he so that that allows for that not leniency but there's a difference with the catholic faith and, for and sure. compared to non-denominational sure. absolutely not. so but i know exactly what you mean because especially having gone to mega churches and you know having gone to a multitude of different churches and whatnot one one of the things because I've, I've gone to the old school baptist and I've gone to the mega church and whatnot, all yeah. like in between that. I don't know if I've ever been to a Catholic mass. I could be wrong. Anyways, right. what, what you should do, honestly, you should come with us sometime. But come to either an Easter mass or it's probably phenomenal Christmas or midnight mass, which it, it that's cool. It usually, some churches do like 10 p.m., 11 p.m., or literally midnight on Christmas Eve, and do midnight mass, and it's actually pretty cool. And that that those are some of the very cool things about the Catholic Church That's is awesome. some of those things, those very special days, those very special times throughout the yeah, liturgical those, those old year. Traditions. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, yeah. um, there are cool points throughout the liturgical year, but and and those like those are cool. Those are cool experiences, yep. you know. But yeah, I so I, I get exactly what you mean. And so my my biggest issue I found is very very similar to yours, um, in the way of a lot of the times pastors i ran into it especially in the last like five to ten years that i because i i definitely have dropped off on going to church because of the fact that it just doesn't connect with me as a man Mm -hmm. a lot of the times so one thing i'll see as an issue with 
non-denominational is it talks a lot about brothers and sisters in Christ mm-hmm. and you know men and women in Christ, right? Awesome. But then it never purposely separates the two. Does that make sense? Like, because I really think men's men's groups in the church are extremely important. Yeah. And at every age group, that's that's what we're talking about. That was what you were talking about. How you really can't relate, and you know, some things might yeah. be a little bit like older fashioned and whatnot. And because mm-hmm. old fashioned can be a good thing that we mentioned, but sure. it also can have its issues. But what I what I saw was that it really wasn't focused on masculinity, like. Yeah, the male leading the house. Yeah, like the the father figure, the protective father figure, like Christ, the father, the mother, and the kids, like right. that, like that type of umbrella type of thing. That that right. never was really talked about, especially in mega churches. They would just talk about you know grace and being saved and whatnot, and then not get anything controversial about the Bible, right? At all, right. it was almost like they were scared. Of well, it. they, I mean, they probably they, are. They probably are because in today's throwaway culture. Yeah. They're scared of being canceled, being thrown away. There you go. Not selling tickets to their their mega masses or services yeah. or whatever. Which is disgusting because yeah. the Bible is separate from the new age and technological Absolutely. advancements yeah. and all that and all that other BS. Yeah. It, the Bible is separate from that. The Bible is us in Christ. Right. Right. That's it. It's it's not us trying to join in and shift our beliefs along with what the new the new world says or whatever. Mm. That's not how it works. Right. The Bible says what it says. Yeah. Just like for Muslims, I'm sure it's the the Quran says what it says. Yeah. That's what they follow. Exactly. So that always bothered me. It was very it it ended up the last five to ten years, especially being very wishy washy. Yeah. And like I'd hear about Jesus's grace and whatnot. I'm like I'm like yes, I understand that's biblical. You know. Christ literally died on the cross for us to be saved. Right. Awesome. But yes. that's what you said last week. That's what, that's what it, you exactly. said the week before that yes. and the week before that and the yep. week before that and so on and so forth. They, they never they never spoke on how you know men are supposed to be leading other men to the church. Exactly. And leading, other, and leading their family in the church. Leading the community. Leading the community. Exactly. And it, they, it, it was always a weird thing to me. And, and so, then on the, oh, on the other side of that too, you would want that for the women too. This is That's what exact, feminine yeah. women look like. This is what feminine women mm-hmm. do, and and this is your role in the household. This is your husband's role in the household. The, you know all of those things. You would want it for them too. Yes, because then you exactly. have you have a a well oiled machine running the house, raising the kids, paying the bills, being in the community. There you go. You know, so guys, he's not saying that that women aren't part of the community, aren't part of the church, but it's like you would want you would want those women's groups, and you would mm-hmm. want that for them too. You know, because it takes mm-hmm. two to tango. Yep. You know, it does. So, yep. And as far as I know, that lacks for them as well. You know? I I would not, I would not disagree with you at all on that. Right. Because, and again, you have to you have to think too. The Bible delineates men and women. Right. Biologically, we are different. Right. Because of that, and because the Bible speaks on that. Right. There should also be separate women's groups where they talk about femininity. Yeah, and how to be a sister of Christ, and how to be a and a great woman in Christ. Right. It's not about teaching them how to be great at their new CEO position or something like that, right. and then the or new how to start new an age, OnlyFans. So, or how to start an OnlyFans. Yeah, which I hope churches aren't doing that at least. Um, but I or, don't know, dude. There's there's churches with pride flags that, that say all exactly are welcome. Exactly where I was going to go. And there's yeah. there's female priests and there's trans priests and yep. all this other stuff. And it's like you're you're yep. you're mocking this now. Yeah, that, well, that's the thing. That's what that's what they want though. I really think that's been instilled through the media oh, yeah. culture because they want that because then people don't want to go to Christianity. A hundred percent. Because in all reality, what's the biggest threat to the new world? Right. Christianity. 
It is. Yeah. Because if we actually follow biblical procedures, right. we don't mess around. Right. It's almost like God maybe knew what he was doing. Huh. Weird, right? Yeah, it is weird. It's not like he, you know, Jesus Christ came to earth and was persecuted more than right. any other human. Mm. And, well, not human, any other being. Being. Ever. Right. right. Weird. Yeah, real weird. Weird, weird how he was, you know, li- literally, <laughs> they tried to shut him up at every chance they oh, got. Oh, yeah, dude. Every chance they got. So then they hung him on a cross. Exactly. Yeah. And now we're allowing ourselves to be shut up and yeah. be quiet for what Jesus died for. Right. Because the New World Order, the mainstream media says that Christianity is evil, next thing you know. Right, right. So so then what do you think? Do you think there's one that's better than the other? Hmm. The gurus or the church? Do you think there's a, a happy medium? I, I really think you can utilize both. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, I think you have to utilize it with nuance because the dangerous part, the really dangerous part about the gurus, less so less so about like the Goggins and the Jockos, I really think, because sure. to the, to me, I, I haven't really heard anything from them. I'm like, I'm like, oh, what did you just say? You know, like they're right. they, they just like say be it's a like, sa- they say be a savage. It's like, damn it, now I gotta go run, man. <laughs> I gotta go work out. Come on, Goggins. So that's that's not <laughs> on their end. That's not really a negative thing. Sure, but if we're talking gurus like the the Andrew and Tristan Tates, the Jay Wallers and whatnot, take the good stuff and then run with it from there. Yeah, because a lot of times what I've seen so far is a lot of much younger men, like the high school age, mm-hmm. even under 20, they're the ones that really eat that stuff up, and yeah. they only focus on the Tates or Jay Waller right. or um, even only Jordan Peterson, that's it. Right. So they only focus on that. That's dangerous. Yes. Because you need to have your youth group at church. You need sure. to have your community. You need to have your neighborhood, like you're Absolutely. in an awesome neighborhood oh, 100%. and whatnot. You, yeah. you need to have that. So you have to have a balance, and that – at that age, that comes down to the parents. Yes. 100%. That's that's why, looking back on it, I understand why my parents were monitoring my phone. And they would monitor my phone time and video games and whatnot because they didn't want culture infecting all that I thought of. Right. And both of our parents were just like, go outside. <laughs> and we were like, yes. But, Air, airsoft. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, literally. Dude, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's be, a whole, whole other story, be too. Be home but. when the streetlights come on. Like, literally. Legitimately, yep, that was awesome. the thing. Bet. And our in our neighborhood, honestly, until I was probably like fifteen, people started moving out around that age. But until then it was really fun. It was Absolutely. awesome. Everybody was a group and yeah. so hundred percent that definitely comes down to the parents at that age, I really believe. Yeah. Because at this age I can audit myself. Sure. Hundred percent. Sure. At twenty five, uh, yeah, I can audit myself. I right. can handle what kind of content I consume and whatnot and right. who who I talk to in person, that type of stuff. For sure. For you sure. know, even even at Omen or with Jeff and Mark and whatnot, we can audit who we talk to there. Yeah. Without a you doubt, know. without a doubt. So and and so I so I agree with you that you can definitely utilize both mm-hmm. without a doubt. And I think for the foundational morality side of things, like the church is going to be your better bet there. Hundred percent. You know because the right church. Well, yes, the right mm-hmm. church for sure. Because each of those other guys, while they're going to have similarities in their foundational morality, there's going to be differences. Tate comes from a more Muslim community. Yep. You know, which, which actually, weirdly enough. Tristan's actually Christian there and you go. Islamic. There you go. And so that was only re- apparently that was only recent that Andrew was Islamic. Apparently he was Christian, but they, were, they grew up Christian, and Tristan's still fully on that train. And then Interesting. Andrew, with some of the he, – he said something like Islam, and I don't disagree with this, Islam is the one religion that still stood up for their beliefs. Absolutely. I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. They, I, they still behead people, dude. <laughs> I, I mean – 
Truthfully. They do. I, I'm not saying it's necessarily a good thing. No, I'm not saying it's right. Especially when it's like our soldiers well, if, if and it's, stuff. If it's pedophiles, like, I'm fine with it. But well, that's, of course. That's a whole, of, course. of course. Like We've, we've Without made that pretty clear, yeah. I think, yeah. on the pod. At least I hope so. You think? Yeah. I'm not sure. We, we've never talked Kill about it. Kill all pedophiles. Yeah. <laughs> just, just to, you know, get Go things out the door. Go yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Um, but then, you know, you have Andy, who at times mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily talk against organized religion, but doesn't necessarily talk for it. Sure. You know, and that's a guy that went to a Catholic high school here in St. Louis. Yeah. A very big one, you know. Um, who else did we mention? You know, Goggins and Jocko, they don't really talk about religion. That's it's just not really their style of content. They just talk about literally, like like I said, being, being a, savage, a savage, being a leader. Yeah. Being a leader. Being a leader. But yeah. if I wanted to learn how to be a leader, why would I not listen to Jocko? Or read or read his books, hundred percent. Or read his books. Yeah. My dad's reading extreme ownership right now. So is my dad. And yeah. Yep. And, mm-hmm. Okay, that's sick. Isn't that dope? Sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super cool. Their uh, their trainers must be good. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, who who trains those guys? <laughs> but but seriously, mm. if I wanted to learn how to be a better leader, one hundred thousand percent, I'm gonna just continue to read Extreme Ownership. I'm gonna listen to Jocko's podcast. I'm gonna listen to Jocko clips. I'm gonna listen to Jocko. I don't know any better leaders. Andy is another one. He's a phenomenal leader. Yep. You know, and so any opportunity we get the chance to listen to those guys, meet those guys, learn from them in that aspect, why would we not? While we're trying to learn how to build a business, why would we not listen to Andy? Mm-hmm. You know, why would we not listen to Tate? Right, exactly. You know? Those guys give out free ass information. Yeah, if like, we it's wanted, just easy money. Exactly. You want to learn yeah. how to make money, and 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 when you get to the point of being able to buy exotic cars and houses, like Tate literally takes you into the dealerships and almost without purposely teaching you this, but teaches you how to have those conversations. Yeah, which is sick. You know, like it's mm. it's very cool to listen to because most people, well, I'll just walk into the Bugatti. Dealership and, and just pick cop one, one out. Like, nope, it's not Ford. It's not Bo Boykman hey, Ford. On a- <laughs> it's not Dave Sinclair Lincoln. <laughs> exactly. No, literally. <laughs> but you know, it. Uh, <laughs> I just re- I just realized the, the reference. I, I, there. Knew, I knew you'd get it. I knew you'd get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> There's a very select few people on this earth that are going to understand that. <laughs> they probably don't even We, we, we to don't want to dox them either, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, which is cool, you know, from that aspect. If if you want to learn how to be a little bit more philosophical with your life and with your thinking, Jordan Peterson's going to be your guy. Oh, psych- you know what I mean? Psychologically, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and those are all things that you're not going to get from going to church. Sure. That's not me saying don't go to church. I'm saying there's a difference in what you're going to learn. And if you can find that happy medium, you can find a church that you believe in that works for you and you want to continue to go and learn and it it fits you you know it resonates with you that was the word i'm looking for there then that's your spot mm-hmm. and you find all these other guys these other options and there's plenty that we're forgetting i'm sure oh yeah but i mean hell donald trump could be one for that matter for building business sure i mean seriously sure you know as as oh uh, he said trump you know you can't say that name <laughs> go away you know <laughs> but if you wanted that side of things, like any of those guys are going to be your guy for that, you know. So I think a happy 100%. medium is is the right way to go. So yeah. Anyway, that is the throwaway culture of the world. I think we just solved it, dude. Hey, I mean, basically, knocks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can already feel it. I can feel a weight lift off my shoulders. Yeah, no more throwaway yeah. culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, only cars hitting me and girls breaking up because oh, of that reason. Yeah. He got clobbered. He said clobbered. That was, That's it was a chick. That's it's great. Chick. No, but he got clobbered. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he got just ran over. <sighs> and this chick's like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah, not for me. No go. Yeah, he's not sexy. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> yeah, because he's in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> he's just body parts all over the street. <laughs> A-train type beat. <laughs> oh, man. Go watch The Boys on Prime no, Video, guys. No, don't watch The Boys. It's it, don't don't watch season three. Horrible Don't watch show. season three. That's it, gross. But, yeah, but... but how about, have how you, about you watched boys at all? No. Well, I've seen bits and pieces, but how about what Frank Castle <laughs> Literally does bits to, and pieces. It, oh. <laughs> Pun was definitely intended there. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, or what Frank Castle does to oh, Agent, Agent Orange. Orange. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Just stabs his eyes. Just <laughs> smashing his face <laughs> on the ground. Frankie like, oh. boy. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Bill. You want to talk about a show to watch? You no pain, Bill. The Punisher. Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable. All right, guys. At the end of all of our episodes, Money Mitch, our wonderful producer, asks us a Q&A question that's submitted by you guys, the listeners or the viewers. Um, the best ways to submit these to us are through Instagram, um, our DMs, whether that's our personal or our untapped.llp account. You can also email them to us. That's extrications at gmail.com. On YouTube, you can just leave them on the comments as well. They all get sent. Mitch is being a goofball. They all get sent over to Mitch. He keeps them all. He reads them all. And then he picks one out and he asks us a Q&A question. In the most philosophical way possible. Of course. Yeah. How do you develop a moral compass? I think we just listed that out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Be an alpha. Be <laughs> yep. Yes. It I, is. Be an alpha. Take, take TRT. I found that question. Okay. I, I, found that, I found that question approved. and I wanted it to be asked because I want basically the TLDR, the too long, didn't read version that you guys, I want a summary of it. It's easier for yeah. listeners to yeah. listen to that that way. Uh, well, I, I think it's almost exactly what I just said there at the end. If you want the the moral foundation, like finding a church that fits you and fits what you believe and and um, resonates with you, I think that's the way to go. And if you're looking for other advice, whether that's business or leadership or being a savage, things like that, like it's all those other guys we mentioned, mm. you know? Yeah, find, find Christ, find a higher purpose, find fitness. Find the right people. Yeah. You know, find the right people. If you're around shit people, yeah. like you're not gonna have morality. If you have yeah. people that are supportive of you, you know, sleeping with a different girl every weekend or or doing drugs and you know, being yep. a part of that scene, like you don't have standards. You yep. don't have morality. Yep, en encouraging icks and feminine behavior as a dude. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a that's a actually an episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just go through icks. No, well, that'd be funny actually if we did, we did do that. That'd be a hilarious episode. But I mean, like red flags of women. I mean, I mean, feminine red flags of men. Yeah, yeah. Like, f just copy the masculine arrival, guys. <laughs> I was just, waiting for you to just copy them, yeah. <laughs> full blown. But yeah, because especially as a dude, I said the feminine behavior one because you can kind of check yourself. You get into the right spaces in your church and the right spaces online, you can start checking yourself. With, some tendencies you might have that are yeah on the more feminine side. And a lot of the times that'll make you less attractive um, to a woman. Absolutely. Just, and it also make you have less respect for or with men around you. A hundred percent. That's one thing I found. I mean, I've, I've seen people be, or I, I should say I've seen dudes be extremely, like somebody will say something that they, they perceive as mean and then they'll get super emotional about it. Mm. That's, that is not, that type of stuff is what we're not looking for as a dude, right? And that's and that's that comes with moral compass because you have to you have to have the wherewithal to tell is this person actually being an ass to me, 
And if they are, let them take the first swing um, and, you know, handle it from there. But if if not, then just be a little bit stoic. Yeah. Breathe about it. Don't need to freak out. Right. And, and again, that's why I said handle your fitness because you also gain, like we said in past episodes, more respect with that. You And you get more self-respect too. You get more self-respect yeah. because you carry yourself better and then right. people start treating you better as well. Exactly. They're, in, in, at least in my opinion, they're much less disrespectful to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, 100%, dude. I'm, I want to hear. What do, you, what do you got on that? Um, yeah. It's more notes on what makes up that moral mm-hmm. compass. Um, some I had were education. Um, if you're not educated in whatever field you're in or if you're not educated in general, mm. you can't allow the time form educated opinions, which typically mm-hmm. drive the way you think. Uh, family values, uh, the, nice. the, st- the style that your parents you know, grew up, grew you up in. Um, role models, we talked about religious beliefs, um, social influences, economic environment, and then media. So what media you watch day to day, that's especially important in today's environment. Definitely. Are you watching garbage all day long or are you giving yourself good stuff? But the big one I want to talk about is economic. So are you financially stable? Mm. Um, That's kind of going to define your moral compass because that is one of probably the most tangible things you have because you're going to change your goals as your financial goals Mm. change, right? Yeah. Um, Initially, right, if, say, um, your parents are bankrolling a lot of your stuff, you're going to have different goals because you don't have that burden of financial independency upon you. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get away from that, okay, cool. I might be able to do X, Y, and Z, but I can't do this. Okay. I just got a promotion or our business just blew up. I want to do X, Y, and Z now. How do I go about that in a good way? I think that's, I think economic and like the financial part of you as a human defines a lot of your moral compass there. Because yeah. it changes goals as you grow throughout life. No, I think that's so. I think that's so interesting. Because the reason I think that's interesting is because we actually saw that during during COVID. It gives you choices. Because money it, gives it, you choices. 100%. What do you do with that? Yeah, because because if you're financially stable, what are they going to do when you they they tell you to put a mask on? You're going to say no. Get out of my face. Now, in certain cases, like in at least in my case, I don't really care. Like I, I could be I could be dead broke and I'd be like yeah I'm not putting the mask on <laughs> and they could be yeah, yeah okay fine me you're right I'll I'll just go live in the woods guess awesome. what I'm not gonna pay that fine yeah <laughs> I'm not gonna pay that fine thanks IRS roll roll your agents on wheelchairs over to me um, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation too but but uh, but did you Venmo man, that man six hundred one dollars <laughs> boys. Get the strap. We're blowing Boys, this take guy. Him out. We're getting this guy. We're blowing this guy away. Green light. Green light. Yeah. We're, we're taxing him fifty percent of his income. Yep. Venmo over six hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but the financial stability. The reason I even said that, along with COVID, because you saw the economy take a hit, and a lot of people started sacrificing values. They started becoming mm-hmm. the sheep. They they started they started falling into into line mm-hmm. because they were just trying to get by right. at the time. They're like, yeah, I'll, I'll put the mask on if it means I can go into work. And I can and mm-hmm. I can make money for my family. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I like that. If you don't have, because and most people, there are some people, and I would, I would hope for myself that I would fall into this category. That if they're not financially stable, they're still going to say no. Yeah, they're still, they're still going to say no to the the draconian lockdowns and whatnot, all that stuff. And I can happily say I, I did that. But there are most people are going to 
when they're not financially stable, they're going to fall in line. It's the, same, it's the same thing with what a lot of the Tates talked about this. They were like, we, we fly in private jets. The COVID yeah. stuff didn't matter to us. Yeah. It because, allowed yeah, us the it freedom. You. It allowed yeah. us the freedom around exactly. it. Exactly. Because you, if you can if you can charter a jet, who, who's gonna who's gonna tell you anything? Exactly. So yeah, all the stuff I listed is kind of the yeah. quote unquote building blocks for maybe your moral compass. Mm-hmm. But once you get into those into finances and you have the ability to do stuff, that's kind of when you're executing your moral compass almost. Right. Right. You were, you're, you're, ma- about to you're, say you're making decisions you based when off I, of that. When I come back to you too. Was I? I yeah, I interrupted you when I w- jumped into the financial stability. I I wanted to come oh, back to oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, because I think what comes also with financial stability is not only choices that, like you said, Mitch, or freedom, like you just said, mm-hmm. it also allows you to put your money into companies that stand for the things that you stand with mm-hmm. as well, and it allows you to instead of only having to purchase from Amazon because cheap. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, not only does it allow you choices and freedom. But it also gives you the option to put your money towards causes and towards companies that stand on American values, traditional American values, and stand on, you know, stand on their principles and don't shut down and don't close and things mm-hmm. like that. So then those messages get pushed out even more because then more and more people see what's happening within those companies and they're like, wait, that's what I stand for too. Like I want to support that. You know? So that's another thing that I think goes in with the 100%. financial side of that. So the family values one was really good too, Mitch. Because even if you didn't have, you weren't lucky enough as us three to have an incredible family mm-hmm. family life com- uh, growing up. Even if you weren't, and you weren't able to see the masculine and feminine side from your mother and father, or your father and your mother, um, you at least, like Connor, we had him on, you at least can create that yourself when the time well, comes. Well, that and you His also was the military. Well, but, yeah, right. but yeah. you also have to buy into a community that provides that with you. Exactly. Yeah, because um, it's family, a lot of self awareness. You may have a family time. member yeah. or a close friend or whoever who filled that void. Yeah, um, which he did. He talked about the guy that let him exactly you know, sleep on his couch. Yep. So and his buddy would feed him and stuff like yes. that. Mm-hmm. You know, Those and are, then you said the military too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's moral compass is going to be unique because obviously everyone's experiences are yeah, unique sure. as a human. Sure, um, but you're going to have defining principles that you base your morals and values on. Yeah. And a big thing with that we are talking about what do young men follow and all that other good stuff is you see young men a lot of the times following idols mm-hmm. and yes. not and Hed- not hedonism and yeah. not following your morals and your values at the end yeah. of the day when you're in that pine box you're you're not taking any money with you you're not taking anything with you um but you're taking who you are as a person with you right right and and damn right as far as the idols there if you idol someone you're never going to actually learn anything from them because you're going to be in awe of them. Yes. And this is something that I've talked about 100% when I was on that trip, you know, in San Diego. As much as I've talked about that stupid trip, <laughs> but it, it's you think these people are idols or even when when we've met Andy. You or know? I I my first thing that came to mind was Jeff. Or Jeff because we for we, that matter. Cuz yeah. him being a pro, former pro hockey player, I could idolize him. Absolutely. Instead, all we do is just learn from him and Without a doubt, yeah. you know, have a friendship and, with them, and exactly. So you recognize that these people are actually just normal people. They all have their skeletons in the closet, just like you do, and you have an opportunity to learn from them rather than just be in shock. Like, oh my gosh, you know, there's Jeff Levecchio, there's Andy Frisella, there's, you know, whoever. Oh my gosh, you know, but superhero, exactly, exactly. Which, but, which I think Christianity allows you to avoid idolizing 
people. It should because yeah. you have it's literally one, against one Christianity. Tr- exactly, it's, li- <laughs> it's literally yeah, one hundred percent. It's yeah. you have you have one true creator, right? So why would you idolize a human being? Exactly, exactly, without a doubt. Well, guys, that was uh, that was a really really solid episode, full of a lot of good things. I enjoyed. I really um, enjoyed that some, one. Some really good laughs yeah. in this episode as well. Uh, which is always a blast. I mean, that's that's who we are for that matter, yeah. you know. And uh, we we always enjoy showing you guys our personalities, which is why we do things like the vlogs and and the podcast for that matter. Like every single one of these episodes has some sort of, you know, showing of our personalities. Um, and it's just you know that's some of our favorite favorite types of content to bring you guys. And and along with all of these episodes, the continued support means the freaking world to us. It is so. It's just every single time. We see the listens going and up, going up, and and the numbers increase on certain ideas and certain episodes and whatnot, and just all the interaction we get, guys. It you have no idea how much it means to us. So thank you. Um, please share the shows because that's what helps us grow. Spotify and Apple make it extremely easy to share it to your Instagram stories. That's the best way. That's the easiest way. It's also a free way to get out our message, get out our podcast, get out our business. Um, and it just it helps us grow, you know. It really, really does. So if, if you like us, share our stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You enjoy what you get here. Sure. And stuff. let us know. Let us know. We'd love to hear it. And if there's something you didn't like, also let us know. You know, like let's have a conversation about it. Hundred percent. Doesn't have to be hostile or anything like that. We're not gonna the art of debate, like Mitch said, throw you away. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys. Until next time. Peace and love. Thanks, ladies and gents. 